116 this evening. Welcome everyone to our latest edition, our latest episode, the latest thing that we're streaming to your ears this evening. And I am joined by none other than DMJ654. Welcome to the show. We are streaming directly into your ears. We have bypassed the computers. We've gone straight to your neural implant. We've even bypassed the music for some reason, which uh, should <laughs> kick in momentarily. I don't know what's happening right now, but uh, that should be a thing that happens. But uh, until it does, we'll continue on here. So we've got a bunch of things to talk about this evening. <laughs> okay, first of all, this isn't a meetup. I know DMJ, it's no different to you, but there's literally no background music happening right now. I don't know what's going on. It's just I'm, me. I'm, I'm, I know, I know. I'm trying to I hear it. I'm monitoring on my end. It's just Got it. weird. Yeah, Music Box has been a little slow this uh, afternoon. I don't know why. It's been a while since I've given it a restart, so I might have something to do with it. So, Anyway, we're you here. You kick the cobwebs off the RAM. Just a little bit. So... <laughs> Uh, we're here with this lovely lawnmower you can probably hear in the background. I, um, you know, I, 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 can, I can only control so much here. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff that happened within the last month here to talk about, uh, not the least of which is new music hitting the station. The song that you just listened to is something from the album She Is Alice from A New Circle. Um, we've got music from, well, some new music and updated music from 556mm, Azitama Teishoku, which is the one you just heard, Hakure Shrine Office, which is like the Retai Sai group, uh, Iron Attack, K2 Sound, Love Machine, Machikata Mapose, Mono Mind, O Life Japan, Oedo, Express Mail, Shishimai Brothers, Silver Forest, Sync Arts, and Tororo.net. So we got that stuff going on. Helium Voices. Yes, we. I'm about to scream at you, but we. I'm monitoring, and somebody finally just picked it up. We sound like helium. We sound like we, we have inhaled a ton of helium. Ah, uh, okay. I think I. Actually, I think it's only you. It's only me. Yeah. That doesn't make I any sense. I think I sound normal. It, 
Uh, nope, it's me too. It's me too. Okay. I think I know what's going on, and um, <laughs> that's... Oh, that's helium Lunar, this is perfect. So does I that, love this does, kind does, of Wait, wait, does, does that mean... So the music was also helium mode, probably. No one on bit. no one on the recorded version of this is going to hear what everyone just heard. So that's that's one of the <laughs> magical experiences that you can only get listening to the live shows here on Kentucky Radio. The live shows, people. <laughs> this is the kind of shenanigans you could feel. You know what? We haven't had this kind of shenanigan in such a long time. This is like DMJ. Old wait, wait, wait. Can you do me a favor? Can you just record like what is being broadcast right now? I can't do I that can, from I can this attend. side. Yeah, I can attempt. Okay, but like, like e- even if it's just like a cruddy like phone recording, I need to know what this sounds like to everyone else. Hold on, let me see if I can get Audacity to pick it up. Uh, okay. Uh, um. Uh, yeah. So what's probably happening is there's a difference in sample rates. Uh, the config files for what I'm using to broadcast out to our source server is uh, well, that uses a slightly different. Um, Rate. Let's see. So the sample rate is that and that, and the sample rate is that. And everything I can't, I looks, can't get it to pick it up. Everything looks good on this side. Um, I only thing might be this one. Hold on, let me let me go ahead and turn on. I'm gonna turn off my microphone, and you can keep talking. Oh my but gosh. like, because yeah. I'm gonna have to turn it on on my speakers in order to get this. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, here goes nothing. This might be kind of. This might require a restart real quick. But uh, let's see what happens. So I'm going to hit some options. Everything's going to stop working because I expected that. And yeah, let's uh, let's go. Uh, never mind. Hold on. It, it, it fixed itself. It fixed itself. Yeah, like like you went back to normal as soon as I swapped from my headphone to the speaker. And I think between me turning off my microphone and pulling my headphones off, uh, I still sound I still sound like I have okay. some sort of helium going on. Let me let me just do a quick reset on the Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we because go. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to also mute you on Discord. I think that's what I was hearing. I, so. Okay, I didn't I didn't actually obviously we didn't plan the troubleshoot live, but um hey, you know, this is the magic of broadcasting live. So um, so there will be a single interruption because I reset the broadcast software that we use. And hey, I sound normal over there. I can hear myself somewhere. Hey, I sound normal over there. Wait a minute. That's slightly higher pitched. What is going on? Wait a minute. That's slightly higher pitched. What is going on? <laughs> What is going on? Um, I, um, DMJ, are you there? What is going on? DMJ, uh, okay, hold on. I might have to, I might have to do a thing. Oh my gosh. Wonderful. Let's, uh, how do I do this? We're doing stuff, people. Yeah, so, well, welcome to the live show, I guess. Dang. Okay, I think you're back, DMJ. I am. I am here. You are still helium on my end. Yeah. I did. A, I was. Yeah. I muted myself so I can get a quick fourteen-second recording of this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so I. Hmm. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Say something. Yep. That's me. It's lunar. It's <laughs> it's your boy. Got nothing. Still, still helium. 
still helium on the rec- on the on the live. This end. I'm I'm fairly certain I know what the problem is, and it's oh gosh, this is not really an easy fix. Um, it it might be better, but I don't. Yeah, that's hard to say. Um, what it might be a it might oh you know what? No, I think I think I know what it is, and. That is really weird. I need to bump the sample rate up, and unfortunately, this software is not allowing me to do that right now. Maybe it'll let me when I... Okay, I gotta disable the stream real quick, see if this is gonna change anything. Oh, we'll still have the recording of this, everyone. Hello, welcome. It's, uh, it's another day, it's another dollar, it's another interesting show that we're doing. <laughs> it's been... It's been... So much. We're not actually live right now. Um, I know we're not, but this is for the people that are listening to the recording. I don't think we've listened. We had this kind of issue in probably years. <laughs> years we haven't had something like this happen in the middle of live. Yeah, we're normal now. Except we're normal. Wait, we are normal. Yeah, like I heard us briefly come back, and we were normal. Okay. So, I'm gonna try that. Uh, this actually is the correct sample right now, so let me see if that's gonna work. Yep, we are good. I mean, <laughs> it depends. There's two different things you could be listening to. Uh, there's I'm listening, source I'm listening to, to direct from the website. source. Okay, well, I gotta import this dumb thing, because folks on mobile are still not able to hear anything that's going on. Yeah. All right, so the other one just zoomed over to the other monitor. Let's get this connected again. Oh, good shenanigan day. I don't like shenanigans, not like this. I know, this this kind of shenanigans, as you know, sometimes it sucks. But sometimes shenanigans leads to your friend getting shot out of a cannon across an island, landing on an enemy boat. Is is that is that how that goes normally? Talk. Okay. Yeah. Steve Steve's is just shenanigans. Okay, writer. so at this point, I think, I think, I've, nope, that's still the wrong number. Mm. One of them was right, the other one was not. Uh, I'm going to need to stop this because it's keeps selecting the wrong one. We need that sample rate, and then you can go, and I think that should do. So this is source, that is mobile fallback, and should be good and there's still no music happening in the background because I, music box what there, there's like multiple things happening this evening <laughs> somebody's like april 1st rerun we're running it back cherno please get out of the server i don't want you here i personally want there to be like an april 1st that falls on a saturday where we do a show and we just do it nothing but at that sample rate <laughs> okay so, if you're listening now, I think we're good. If if we're good, then what I thought was the problem was actually the problem. Are, are you listening, DMJ? Yeah, I'm listening. And do we sound like helium still? Do we sound like pipsqueaks, chipmunks, whatever you want to call let us? Me t- let me turn up the volume. Okay. Nope, we don't. Cool. All right. So, um, slight difference in sample rate. 44, 100 hertz is one sample rate that for whatever reason my local hardware was set to and over on our source server where these config files are pulled from it's 4800 or 48000 rather 
so yeah, slight difference. Um, it still works. Sometimes software will take it and just do whatever it can with it. In this case, it made it sound like we were on helium a little bit. But uh, yeah, this is normal now. So welcome, everyone. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast version of this, no shenanigans were declared. Everything was fine, and aside from Music Box doing it, whatever it's doing. Yeah. So, all right. So where the heck was I? Yeah. Um, new music from all the circles that I just mentioned. Some of that is going to be played this evening, and... Um, We've got some other stuff to talk about. Some interesting news came from some folks, some unexpected sources that, uh, oh, it, it hit a few parts of the internet. Some people got uh, pretty upset and maybe overreacted. We'll talk a little bit about that. DMJ kind of clued me into it when yeah. it started. I'm, but I'm, um, still, I'm still trying to follow it. And again, I don't like how the fact that Twitter, and this is something I'm, I'm about to get rid of go on a little rant about twitter please if you're not going to let me run a tweet through google translate or translate the website in general do it on your do it on your end do it on your end because i need to do this i don't want to sit there and copy text from the tweet into google translate and get it working so that doesn't that work that works on desktop right oh i just tried to do it on desktop and when I did, uh, it, Twitter just coming back said, nope, can't load. Oh, I, I, like, like, it will load Twitter, but then it will just say, nope, can't load the tweet. Maybe their translate stuff is broken. Like, for example, uh, Tam Music tweeted two minutes ago, there's a translate link underneath, and it works. He says, take um, something, something, first limited express from Nagoya Station to Nagano. Um, that's neat. Cool. Thanks for tweeting that out, Tam, I guess. But... Yeah, uh, that's. It, I, I've noticed in some cases where there maybe there are a couple different languages, or like there's a lot of English and some Japanese or something. Sometimes it won't pick it up, and there'll be no link. In those cases, I do just manually copy and paste it somewhere else. But well, I'm also thinking that it might be because I'm not logged in the Twitter, and I might have to be logged in the Twitter to get the automatic tra- uh, translate thing, which is super dumb in my opinion. If that's the case, because okay. I don't, I'm not signed in. Yeah, I don't know. Um, an interesting problem, to be sure, I think. So, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to play this by ear. I, I predict that there's going to be some fairly substantial gaps in between certain things. The background music I can't do a whole lot about, but at least in post, if this ends up happening with some of the songs we play tonight, it'll just flow smoothly uh, when you listen to the recorded version of this. So, anyway... So we'll get this going here with our first song, something from Sound Cyclone, and after that, something from Cytokine, and then after that, we'll be back right here on Gensoki Radio Live, number 116.
here on Gensoki Radio Live number 116. I am Lunar with DMJ654, and I find it a little ironic, appropriate even, maybe, that the title that I have at the top of our document for this evening, uh, Happenings, that is <laughs> no joke that was written before anything happened, so... Yeah, it's the happening. The happenings. It's all happening. It's all happening. You know what's happening this weekend, actually, is Anime Central in Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, Apparently, things are rolling back into action, and that's pretty cool to see. There are actually a few of our listeners who would normally be here this evening, probably out there, uh, enjoying the convention, which is kind of really cool to say again. Uh, I I like that I can say that there are folks out and about actually doing stuff again. So uh, that is so nice. Yeah, you know that's in that's in contrast to the two weeks of quarantine I had to do at the beginning of this month. Uh, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about that, but that was a thing. Um, I'm fine. People around me are fine. That's the end of that segment. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say anything more. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's lots going on. So, um, related to conventions, actually, we've got something that we have had for the last many years, actually. I think we started doing these in 2012 or so. But we have postcards again. We have handouts once again. So, if you or someone you know are going to a convention and they want to help us promote uh, Gensoki Radio as well as our artist for this year, That Pebble. They did some really cool artwork for uh, for our station and for these handouts. Uh, I Please contact us, let us know, because our convention lineup for our staff this year is probably pretty limited. Uh, so we'll probably be handing these out uh, in 2023, but for this year, we're going to depend more on uh, volunteers like we've done in years past. And really, volunteers are a huge help because they, they they allow us to get the word out in places, at conventions, and even in countries that we have never been in before. Like, we've done promotion in Indonesia, we've done promotion in France, and Germany, and Finland, and uh, I think... There might have been one in Australia, but yeah, like there, we've these postcards have been kind of everywhere. So, um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, for every year since 2012, except for 2020 and 2021, uh, we've done a unique postcard design where we ask an artist or we get an artist to do something, you know, a little bit of Toho related artwork. We'll make a postcard of that, we'll put it on a side, and then we'll put some information about our station on the other side. And it's a way to get both us and the artist out there. Uh, We end up putting the cost for it. We usually, you know, throw something the artist's way, but um, really it's for both of our benefits. And it's, um, you know, if you're a volunteer and you're uh, a fan, and if you interact with with other Toho fans, or you're pretty sure that that's a, there's a pretty good chance of doing so at a, a convention or an event or wherever you're going, please let us know. I've got a big old stack of handouts that uh, is w- wanting to go somewhere. It's it's destined for greatness. It's destined for the hands of someone else who might not know, already know about Gensoki Radio. So 
I'm just putting that out there. I will be putting it out there more because we're in the middle of the convention season as it would be normally. So yeah, uh, anyone else going anywhere else, please let us know. Uh, if you don't know how to reach out to us, um, you can reach out to me either via Discord, uh, which by the way, we have a Discord. It's at discord.gg slash Gensokyo if you want to meet us out there. Um, there's other listeners in chat as well during these shows typically, and of course right now. And otherwise you can just send an email to our staff uh, address, staff at gensokyoradio.net, that works. Or you know, send a DM on Twitter, or whatever. Just try to get get a hold of me, get a hold of our, our someone on our team, and they'll point you in the right direction. So it's super helpful, and we really appreciate it. So there is that out of the way. Man, uh, what did uh, we had a couple songs that we just played from? Actually, both of them were from the same uh, album. It's actually a couple of different discs in this album, and it's one of those things where. Uh, what is it? Hakari Shrine Office. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but it's kind of like the Retaisai group. You can kind of think of it like Melon Books uh, records, for example, where they'll, they don't really make music themselves, but they'll pull together different artists and circles, and they'll sort of make these these mix albums or these compilation albums. of like, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, there's a recent one, like there's a new metal one that I'm actually get. I wouldn't say it's new, but they're they're they've, they're around, and I'm just starting to get into this world of like people that go around and collect other songs from other albums and be like, hey, check these guys out. Yeah, so it's uh, cool to to see that. I mean, Melon Books isn't the only one that or the only sort of uh, Dojin shop that does that. But I learned, I think, yesterday that Hakurai Shrine Office was another one of these things that kind of does a similar thing. So, yeah. Uh, so we actually have another one come, uh, from that album coming up. Uh, and the artist for that one is, I- I've never heard of this artist, Milk Tub. I've Just, never heard of the artist Milk Tub, but no. boy, is that a name. That is a name. So we've got that on the way after that and then surprisingly we've got iron attack after that and those two songs are not too dissimilar like it makes sense to follow one after the other so um that kind of gives you an idea of maybe what music that's gonna <laughs> involve still funny though. enough some of the new albums i got are iron attack oh cool um yeah actually dmj you were saying earlier like before we started that you had some new stuff uh come in recently any yeah, any notes on that or anything else you want to mention about that? Like what, uh, there's a couple, what do we got? There's a couple of there's... I, I think maybe he's looking in the other direction and his microphone's probably not picking him up. That's my guess anyway. Nope. Alright. So DMJ is gone to fetch a pile of albums. Okay. I'm here now. There we go. Alright. <laughs> Sorry, I had to spin around. Mm-hmm. Alright. So what, what some of the albums that are in here, I got Shooting Snow 2012 and 2013 by FP Records. Oh, okay. I finally got this really uh, Tears Will Become Melodies Tonight by Foreground Eclipse. I have this album. Ooh, that's cool. I have, uh, which one is this one? Offering to the Suva, uh, Sukavati. That's a classic. By Tori. Yep, I've got that one too. Um, I got another one. Uh, <laughs> forget, uh, oh, well, that one. I got another Demi Tori album that I still got to 
figure out which one that one is. Actually, DMJ, um, that offering Demetory album you mentioned, mm-hmm. apparently there's a couple different versions out there. One of them has like a bonus track, and I don't think the album I have has it. So I'm curious to know if maybe yours does. Uh, bonus track. Uh, I have nine tracks online. I would. I'd have to go into my box whatever box that one is sitting in i have i don't have shelves of albums i have boxes of albums so it's not exactly easy have, i'm actually couple... i'm actually working sorry like i'm actually working on transitioning to a to a shelf based system it'll it'll look pretty neat once i'm done uh let's see i got a couple else emotion out al- i got another alice emotion album sorry i got newscraft uh i don't know who that one is i definitely got another fp records yeah, that's uh, one I, I started. I think I picked up my first FP Records album last year. So that one's still fairly recent to the station. I got Yoshida Mari Project. I have a Opus and Eden. And then I have this Tatami. Was it Sugiwo? Stugiwo. Tatami Stugiwo. Stugiwo. Some yeah. fun trivia for you, DMJ. That was my table partner at Komeji Records' table at C92. I met the guy. Uh, oh. pre- yeah, pre- pretty pretty chill person uh, over at Tatami Studio. And also, if Zara were here, he would he would mention how I like to say it because it's it's like studio, except it's a du- there's a W in the middle, so it's Stugiwo. Stugiwo. It's just fun yeah. to say. It's just. <laughs> yeah, but I have those are some of the the records I ha- I just got in now. Um, I'm really excited for that foreground album. Okay. Because I really want to listen to. I have. I am not. That's the. That's one I haven't listened to all the way through yet. I've heard bits and pieces of it, but not all of it. Okay. So I need to listen to that one. But yeah, new albums. I got a bunch of them. Cool. Um, Very neat. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the background music has done the thing again. <laughs> of course. And it's back. So, yeah, uh, plenty of new music on the docket here obviously i think most of that stuff is stuff that you received pretty recently so that's um and technically not even impending yet it's not even digitized but it's it's, it's literally yesterday it came in while i was at work and cool. i just woke up so i haven't had a chance to actually like I see. really go through and even just put them in even listen to them yet yeah, and speaking so. of speaking of other new music we actually have to finalize our list for uh this most recent red tie sai because yes, i was do. i was gonna get albums prior to red tie sai or the most recent one but then i realized oh red tie sai is in like a week we should probably just wait so we did and it's um it takes a little while for some circles to get their albums from red tie sai into one of the the shops like your melon books or your your akiba hobby or wherever uh these albums can be found because what happened what ends up happening and there was a there was a circle from last month that I oh I'd have to look it up but um there's a good example of gosh I'm gonna have to look it up proper here um I'll, I'll look up the name in a bit but the there was a circle who I was following on Twitter and I think that we maybe mentioned during our Retai Sci Watch uh, series on Twitter um, if you missed that basically it's just a bunch of circles who have published or who ended up sort of sharing what they were going to bring to Retai Sai, basically. It's, that's what it was. Um, but there was one, one circle in particular that was tweeting, like, here's 
like the artwork that I've got for the cover. Um, here are some of the like. Here's like a test print of one of the CDs. Like, and this was I think three days before the event. This is just what happens to some circles where they basically go right down to the wire in producing the content, uh, making the CDs themselves. Like they'll actually burn a bunch of CDs. This is the way we did it for Komeji Records back at C92 and Higan Daybreak at C96. But um, yeah, and they'll they'll print out the labels and I actually uh, that that album. This is Alice. Um, just mm-hmm. uh, most most albums that we've got um, are like full jewel cases. The one for This Is Alice is in one of those like thin cases, and you can tell that the cover art for it was probably cut out from like an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper, um, <laughs> because it doesn't completely fit the uh, the the standard size for an album uh, art on the front of a a jewel case. But I, I digress. So yeah, so. It was basically the morning of, and that's the first time we saw anything that was like one full unit or one full jewel case uh, or album from this circle. So some go right down to the wire, and you can bet that they didn't plan or they didn't give any stock to any of the shops before that. They just brought everything they had to Retaisai. And then what ends up happening, uh, at least what happened with... Uh, Komeji Records and possibly Higan Daybreak. I know I've seen both of their stuff at other events uh, after the ones that they were introduced at, but you'll find works in shops afterwards because it ends up just being whatever stock didn't sell at Retaisai um, or whatever event that the circle went to. So, uh, so hopefully I can pick up one of the extras from the shops and it's more than likely one of those cases where when it's gone, it's gone, because that's just the nature of a lot of doji music, so. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes and what I'm able to do with that, and my goodness, this is also hanging on the next song. This is awesome. You know, I should probably just transition over to to the way I used to do it, because this is not really working this evening. Um, yeah. Uh, we're, we're probably going to lose live information. But uh, that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make to get this to, to go. Function. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are we looking at? DDBY? Do we want some background music from that? We're we're doing this live, everyone. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Just text text five 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 to Toho music to send us what you want to hear in the background. Here, here we here we go. Here's here's something from. I don't. I can't. Oh no. That was, that's also hosted on Music Box. That's not that's not going to help at all. Well, hmm. never mind that. Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, we'll have to figure that one out. Uh, the Hummus song. They're telling me the Hummus song. <laughs> I no. What's what's non copyright music that I know? This is this is perfect. It's, yeah, this is this is chaos. Yeah. Pure chaos. I love it. Everything. So it is. The world is burning. Yeah. But uh, what's really funny is, you know, I was like, my brain went to what is non-copyrighted music, and the only thing I can think of that is non-copyright music is like Jonathan Coltrane. I don't know if you know. I think you might have known him. I don't. It doesn't ring a bell. He did. He did the. Uh, he wrote the song uh, for Portal. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, he did Code Monkeys. 
actually. Yeah. yeah now, now that you mention it, I'm pretty sure I've seen that name before. Uh, all of his music is actually royalty free. Oh. If you did not know, I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah. All of, so if you go find his albums, hmm. they're royalty free. Okay. Neat. So I'm gonna have to just try to pull stuff from this and see how well this goes. This might go okay. This might go very poorly. But uh, I'm gonna grab a random smattering of stuff and just <laughs> just a shotgun blast of music. Yeah, just grab it from. So I mean, once it gets going, it's fine. It's just like for whatever reason that initial connection when it starts to load something new, it doesn't work very well. That's so bizarre. But whatever, we're gonna go with it. And oh, come on. And now I, what's happening here? All right. Um. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, we've got a couple new albums. Um, well, while I'm waiting for that to do its thing, we've got a couple new albums uh, sort of beyond the horizon here. Key um, on Daybreak published some news about an upcoming album that's uh, going to be on the way. It looks like June 21st is the release date, so that's a month from today. All right. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, like, Hegon Daybreak, it's been quite a while since they've published something. They actually kind of went away for a little while, and then they came back. And I think this is one of their, like, sort of one of their comeback albums. I, I have a feeling there was one before this, actually. I just don't really recall. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Please select category and genre. I'm not importing. What in the world? Oh, I see what happened. Like, hmm. It, yeah, I got it. I got it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Hey, you know what? This might actually work. Cool. I'm, I'm prepared for next time. I think. I am prepared. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm prepared. All right. Uh, should we jump and do a couple more songs here? Just, uh... Yeah. Yeah, we'll collect our thoughts. Uh, we're getting pretty close to what would typically be countries and listeners. Well, uh, yeah, I mean that should go fine, right? That's nothing else is broken tonight, as far as I know. Yeah, let's not. Let's let's not. <laughs> let's, let's not let's, tempt let's fate. Just not tempt fate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. We've got something from yeah the same album I just real uh, we just had last time. Hakare uh, Shrine Office uh, from Milk Tub. After that, something from Iron Attack. And uh, we'll transition away here. We'll come back in just a little bit and get Soki Radio Live number 116.
back here on Gensokyardi Live number 116. The happenings, they're everywhere, they're behind every corner, they lurk, and uh, <laughs> they won't you stop. They won't you stop. You know what, Lunar? Yeah. The entire time you were doing this, the entire time the show has been going on, I just realized that my Steam Deck has not worked, or my, no, I'm doing it again. The, my Stream Deck ah. is has not come back online, as in... Uh, it's still stuck on its sleep screen, but it's not gone to sleep. And I don't know, I, I, nobody else, I'll, I'll go ahead and take a picture of this and post it in uh, uh, the Discord for all to see. But uh, it's very fitting when it comes to the way this show has been going today. Yeah. Um, I actually did not, could not remember that I actually set my sleep screen to this. Uh, so oh. it's it's uh, it's fitting. Okay. There we go. There we go. It's, it's going to be in general chat for all to see, but that's basically how the show is today. Oh, um, gosh, what am I even looking at? <laughs> that's my that's my Steam my stream deck sleep screen. It's yeah. just a it's breaking now. Spooktober two and oh. announced. Yeah. You would do something like that. That that's that's very very DMJ of you. That's my background. <laughs> I love the fact that I, I I don't even remember doing this. You <laughs> didn't. It was Jeffrey. Jeffrey did it. Uh, well, yeah. Blame Jeff. Yeah. Also, we do. And it actually kind of impressive how you can't see it on that that picture but it actually looks the screens are pretty crisp back there i can read almost all the text mm, okay mm. um so yeah what were we doing there's a live show going on yeah there's supposedly a live show going on it's uh it's kind of hard to see there's so many weeds that are cropping up everywhere that uh you know we've got to grab the weed whacker and the lawnmower that we heard outside. We were working on it, and we didn't even know we were working on it, but uh, you know, stuff's going. Kind of, <laughs> maybe. So. I blame the lawnmower for all of this. The lawnmower did this. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely <laughs> a logical conclusion. Alright, how about this? We'll run countries and listeners because that's at least still working i think so right now we've got folks listening from australia austria the czech republic ecuador germany hungary italy south korea romania russia spain sweden the uk and the us and of those people who have registered uh, again there's i think close to 100 people still listening why are you still listening to this i thank you but also why uh right now of the of the people who've registered, we've got Bread Sniffer, Can't Find Remote, Chris One, Kamikaze Boater, uh, Sasserkin, or Kazerkin, Sasser, yep, Kurenai, Kyle Four Ninety, Virtual Boy, Wanamingo, and Wooman. It appears that Wanamingoi has been squashed. We've seen them for the last time. We fought. We fought him. And <laughs> Wanamingo and Wanamingoi have both fought to the death. You know Wanamingo what they say Wanamingo. about doppelgangers, right? Yeah, don't look at them or else you die. That's how it works. And well, one of them's still here, so we know who won. <laughs> but who was the doppelganger? It's uh, we're, we're getting. <laughs> mm, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> Just <laughs> uh... right. quickly, DMJ. We have Steam games that came out this month. What do we have? We have Steam games. We have news. We still have to talk about. There is a lot on this document. 
Um, okay, Steam games. Uh, oh gosh. So fun fact: when I did this, Google Translate again did not want to function correctly. So I quickly wrote these down. Okay. So we have Taiko Man, Kozatsu World. I'm pretty sure I got it that time. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All I'm, right. I'm, go. I'm gonna leave you two with this because I've got other things I need to figure out. Please don't forget. All right. All right. Um, it's all you. So, uh, this was released May second. It's ninety nine. It's nine ninety nine. I was about to say ninety nine bucks, and I was about to be like, "Don't That's buy." It's gotta that be game. a darn good game. It's triple Star A Citizen Toho happening there. right over here. Star Citizen ship rules right there. <laughs> uh, uh, it is a buy, buy your own Donmaku, the DLC. You gotta, buy, you gotta buy your own your own hat. For ninety nine dollars. Okay, this is a whole concept we probably shouldn't bring into being. Oh yeah, this is if EA, which we need to talk about that at some point uh, on a different thing. Oh. EA's EA's up for sale. Oh, whoa. Um, okay, well. Yeah. Huh. Uh, a it is so. Tekoman Kozatsu World is a two D action scroller with Donmaku elements. I found this little blurb here, and I had to put it in here. Interweaving the vibe and worldview of the Toho Project series with the chaotic sensibilities of the old school internet, <laughs> Taco Man brings a game. Bring its a game when it comes to crazy and stylish 2D bullet hell action. The story is a. I'm gonna read this little. I guess that's a poem. I don't know. A world of bounty and order, Gensokyo. A world of ruin and chaos. Oh gosh, uh, Kozatsu Okyo. I think okay. that's how. It's Do I pronounced. need to intervene? What are we trying to read? <laughs> I'm trying to read the story. They, it, it's just this one right here. I'm pretty sure I got it. Ko, ko, Kozatsu Kyo. Okay. Yeah. A world of ruin and ruin. Uh, a world of ruin and chaos. Kozatsu Kyo, a great calamity evoked by an unknown being, which spun these opposite worlds together. Within this destroyed world, a single girl awakens. Her name was Takorin. All right. So, from my understanding of this game, it is kind of like, and. And the only way I can describe this is the character that you're playing, I'm pretty sure doesn't have arms. It's just legs and head. Uh, it's like if the, it's a, an original character that's kind of like if you took Flan and Maribel Hearn and took their arms away. That is it, the, the look of the character. Okay. Um, what am I? Hold on. There's this one little screenshot here. I'm trying to get like this frame. It looks like Flan is, I don't know, too happy almost. Like, what's happening here? Yeah, here here we go. Oh, that might not even be... No, that is Flan there. It's got the diamond wing, in the, wing thingies. Look in at, the background. In the background, yeah. Look, look at this. What What is happening here? I don't know. <laughs> the expression, you're right. So there, I don't think we have any limbs anymore. And I don't yeah, know There's no going. limbs. Unless those little dots are arms, like worm rules. Which I don't, I guess the dots are in other images, but and they're the same color as the flesh. So I'm thinking it's worms rules, where it's like just hands, no arms. This okay. The other one here, we've got the dress, legs, no arms. It's just like it's almost like if someone were drawing this character and they just plain forgot to draw limbs, which I'm sure probably happens more often than artists would like to admit. But yeah. 
but um, looks like the, you're you're fighting characters and different types of characters within the uh, Toho realm. So, like one image here, we got uh, a euchre, like Eucharies that you're fighting. Another one, you have a giant actual like flan that you're fighting with eyeballs that shoots Damaku. And then there's another one down here. It looks like you're fighting Tenshi, uh, like a like I guess a squishmallow version of both Tenshi and uh, Oku here. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It's. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about saying they're Squishmallow. I know I know the name of them, but I just... It's like its like me calling the little alien dude Squidgies in, in Halo. Listen, listen, they're called infection forms. <laughs> squidgies. <laughs> I'm, I, I actually want it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually tempted to go over to the installation 00 server and just be like, guys, hear me out. Rename infection forms to Squidgies. And see just what happens. <laughs> Someone's gonna uh, throw a keyboard. So that's t- that's Taco Taco Man. Okay. Uh, next one, Marissa Marissa's ins- inconceivable journey, which will not be confused with Bill and Ted's bogus journey or Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Uh, this game sounds r- real fun. It's an uh, kind of like a top-down, old-school RP- uh, RPG, kind of like in the same vein of uh, Zelda, but not quite Zelda, like old-school Zelda, where you have like the screen transitions and stuff. Okay. Uh, but essentially, the the whole concept is uh, it's it's Marissa stole a bunch of books from the SDM got to another world she must now defeat aliens and find the truth and also save Rimu. Mm, okay um i really want to know when did conspiracy thought make its way in you have to defeat aliens and find the truth okay also save Rimu. what do we got going here it's uh oh man this is like rpg maker combined with like final fantasy 7 you see yeah, these dialogue right. boxes yeah, it's <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. I think that's just Final Fantasy dialogue boxes are everywhere. Yeah, it's a classic. Final, it's the classic like classic dark view. The, yeah, the dark blue background with the text up front. I mean, even uh, it, Game Boy. Uh, what was it? Was it Silver is, Version had yeah. it as well? Where you, it was like a selection option that you Hold can on. have. What in the world is this screen capture? Is is Marissa building a rocket? Wait, what? I. I uh, don't know. Let me let me try to post this here. What I'm describing for the radio. Oh yes, I see it. I see radio it, yeah. folks. Cut the correct wire. You must disable the nuclear missile in limited time. What is going <laughs> on? Marissa, this this journey on, of yours it's on, inconceivable. Minute, Hold on. Remember, <laughs> in Toho Canon, Marissa at one point owned a pet intercontinental ballistic missile named Mina. Or is it Mi- uh, Mimi? Is I it, think it's what it's named. Mimi. Yeah, don't say Mima. It's Mimi, I'm pretty sure. It's not sure. Mimi. I think it's Mimi. <laughs> Mimi. That had a smiling face on it. It was uh-huh. an intercontinental ballistic missile. So yeah. if, you've ever if anybody's done, if you've, here... If you've ever done responsible enough to destroy a nuclear missile, it would be Marissa. If you've ever done those character sorters, (laughs) Hazu, (laughs) I've been. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Ozzy wants me to do a character sorter so badly. But I am aware that in the character sorter, uh, there is the missile. It shows up, and you have to rank it against all the other characters in the series. You have to rank the missile. That's like it's ranking, a character. Uh, it's it's like it's like ranking Genji. Like what is it, Genji? Something. The, yeah, the, Genji. The, the turtle. The the turtle from it's, PC ninety eight was wild, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. PC ninety eight was just you know let's throw noodles on the wall and see what see what stuck. Specifically noodles. <laughs> Specifically noodles. Even the noodles made it. Yeah. All right, so that's Marissa's inconceivable journey. Uh, all right, this one, we have talked about this game nonstop since it's come out, and they keep pumping DLC out for it, and I really want this in English. Toho, Mistia, Izakaya, Izakaya yeah. DLC 2-pack, Former Hell, mm. and the Earth Palace of Spirits. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Ch- Chireiden, I almost read that as chicken. <laughs> that's what I thought, too. Um, I mean, Misty is in it, right? So close enough. Yeah, very close. Uh-huh. But uh, essentially, it's what it says on the tin. You get former hell. You get the palace of the earth spirits. You get the characters associated with them. It, 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 even the end, it says this time you will face a surprising yet expected boss. She wants to play and she doesn't take no for an answer. Who who do you think it could be? Who could it be? Oh, no, can they read my mind? Mm, it's uh, Cherno. And uh, you know what? It's, it's gonna be the great catfish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the great catfish won't take no for an get, answer. Hey, Misty Azakai, that's a lot of fish fillets right there. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. And the final game I want to kind of want to talk about here, mm-hmm. which I actually found much more interesting just because of the, the, the plot line. And I only I wrote that little thing because, again, Google Translate does just not like simplify Chinese. Uh, this is Kidama's Adventure. That is not how it shows up on Steam. It's all Chinese characters. I don't know how to say it, so I'm just going off what the demo says, which is Kadama's Adventure. Okay. Uh, you're playing is a tiny white fuzzball that oh. named Kadama, and he only has like a magical ability to move, but he has no magical attacks. He just wants to go rescue his friends and make his make his way through Kinsokyo. I love the perspective of not playing as a main character or any of the main characters in Gensokyo. You yeah. are playing as one of the things that Rimu regularly destroys. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> like, this is like taking Kadama out. This this Kadama thinks he's all that in a bag of chips, and Rimu just sweeps him under the rug in the first screen of the game. And I love that. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so you get to see Gensokyo in a whole different way, really. And and what's beautiful about it, there's no dialogue in this game. No dialogue, really. Yeah, it's just cute little little, uh, creatures. I love this. And you don't have to fight. You don't have to fight, like, you know, go off and destroy Flandre before she, you know, sets off a Black Matter bomb in the middle of, you know... The human village, 
you're just going out there and finding your friends. So okay, so yeah, so is that your objective, or what's your objective in this game? It, it just says if there there is no ifs and buts that could stop stop one from rescuing their friends. They're just rescuing his little buddies. <laughs> Right. It's, so, it's, it's so cute. Yeah, so this one looks like it's uh, planned release date is about two months from now. So July 22nd. So that's neat. Might be worth a look. The demo is already available, looks like. So nice. Yeah, demo's already out. It's, I mean, it it looks cute. I mean, yeah, there's some fairies in here. and But I mean, that's like what you see. Every, that's probably what he sees every day. Yeah, fair enough. Kind of reminds me of uh, what? What are those games? Uh, it's like Unravel, or what is it? Is it Unravel, where you're just playing as like a little yarn boy going through? That sounds just familiar. going through somebody's yard. Yeah, I think familiar. that's what it is. It's an it's an EA game. I don't know. Yeah, I know it's an EA game. They're up for sale, by the way. Yeah. Anybody want to buy them? I got five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars now. Mm, is this yeah, five dollars? That's all they're that's all all they're worth. I what auction? The, the whole shebang is up. Dang. That's but it, or at least they're seeking sale or they're seeking. I know this is a different topic. Like what happened? Is this just a, I don't know. This was a Kotaku report that popped up yesterday and it's rather accurate. What's happening it is uh, Engadget has the has a better article here. It says EA is reportedly seeking a sale or merger. Hmm. Uh, it is already in talks with Disney, Apple, and Amazon. So one of those three companies that do not have a gaming division will get EA Sports. We'll get Star Wars. Actually, I'm pretty sure Disney will buy them all wow. out because they probably have more money than Apple and Amazon to purchase EA. The like actual capital to do so or whatever. It's not, it's probably not about capital. It's about like who wants it the best, like more. Yeah. And I think I think Disney will drive that price up where Apple would be like non investment. It's just an inordinate amount of cash numbers. Really, just numbers. Like it's not even. Is this money real at this point? They're just throwing around numbers. It's a numbers game. I haven't even seen that. And here's the other part. So the deal for Activision Blizzard is getting finalized. So Microsoft will now have Activision Blizzard, which means essentially the only other like developer publisher that's like at an equal caliber is up for sale right now. And, uh, Eisner, uh, Cook, or Bezos is going to get them. Oh my gosh. And I personally think it's going to be Disney because Apple, I don't think they have any sort of managerial staff to handle EA. And I think with Amazon, they are putting, uh, they got New World, which is okay. Uh, But they also will have they'll have star citizen essentially because all of star citizens running on amazon so uh, star citizen is going to be essentially amazon's like baby when it comes to showing off infrastructure and i don't think they're going to want to deal with that with ea and since a a deal was already cut with star wars for uh, with ea and a bunch of other titles pretty much all of lucas uh former lucas film like lucas arts lucas arts game games are pretty much ea properties it's pretty much a done deal at that point which would be insane if disney does that because the sports games would change dramatically um i don't know if people remember this way back in the day but um, when 2k sports first hit the scene they actually cut a deal with espn to put espn tickers in well 
EA having Madden, FIFA, NBA Live, UFC, and then I don't think they own have any partial ownership of the show. I think that's exclusively PlayStation. But those those the two big ones, FIFA and Madden, they could just tie that in with ESPN. Interesting. So it would be a done deal at that point. And that would make EA Sports games way more powerful than they should be. All right. Well, with that yep, in so mind... Little, ta- little side tangent. Yeah. Let's jump into a couple more songs here. I'm going to try this one again. Uh, we've got something from K2 Sound. After that, something from Silver Forest, actually. So we'll jump into a couple things here. Be right back in just a bit. Again, Soak Radio Live number 116. <laughs> Hey, 
Okie Radio Live number 116 this evening. Ah, we're back to the way it should be. You know, DMJ, I realized that this is probably the first live show that I've done since I had to redo my operating system. So that's part, uh, that's part of the reason why, like, you know, you think you think of all the different things that you have to set up and, well, <laughs> admittedly, sample rate's one of those things that I just kind of assume is fine, but I've run into some weird stuff in the past uh, regarding sample rate, but we're all good now. Also, our scheduler um, on my side is good to go, so we're good there as well, looks like. And should be smooth sailing from here forward, right? Right? Please don't mess this up. Thanks. The ship is only smoldering. The sails are still up. The sails are up. They're good. We put, you know, it's not even rickety. Like this actually is the way it's supposed to be at this point. So this I'm is. I'm making a lot of ship references because I've been playing Sea of Thieves lately. This is the. And way. I just thought this is what I thought of. Like, like the ship is actively on fire, but the sails are still blowing upwind. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've I've watched mm. people play Sea of Thieves, Thieves, Thieves before, but it's it's ridiculously fun if you can get enough people. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do we need to go over the topic? Um, the, 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 the the this one. Yeah. Let's. Uh, before we get there, I did want to mention since I mentioned that Hegon Daybreak had a new album that's uh, due out. We mm-hmm. also saw recently that uh, Frozen Starfall was coming out with a new single. Uh, Final Legacy, and that one should be out and available right now. So, actually, we uh, didn't grab it for this show, but you can find it over on their Bandcamp page if you'd like to support them. So, um, yeah, that's out there as well. Now, what uh, happened earlier, what was it, this week? This has actually been kind of a fast-moving thing. And yeah, at, this has been moving real quick. I don't even... At, at this, I'm still trying to... At this point, I, I guess we should put this out there. At this point, it is like we've met somewhat of a resolution but it it's happened fast things happen fast and i think there's a press release like two days from now uh from one of the companies but dmj if you want to dive into this because i think you were the first to spot this so i'm trying to figure out and i'm still not 100 sure what happened but a couple i guess it was a couple days ago was it a day a day or week my week's been messed up because i've been working hard the original the reddit post that you gave me was six days ago six days ago so yeah it's about a week ago uh apparently there's somebody on nico was it nico nika i think it's nico 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 video yeah who trademarked this tag uh i don't know the specific tag because i'm looking at the translate but i think it's slow play-by-play or slow commentary they trademarked it and apparently that's a really common used tag for people who do yukiri animations i guess i think it's yukiri animations because yeah because slowly like the word slowly and yukiri that's the same thing yeah so they've kind of trademarked it and we're charging people crazy amounts of money was it like a hundred was it a hundred dollars it was a a hundred thousand yen which if i plug that into yeah jpy to usd that is approximately 780 dollars uh trend yeah in today money and it was by some nico user that some people are claiming is a who doesn't like toho and is just patent trolling this but they're trying to destroy toho on nico and zun got involved 
Yeah, uh, okay. So, is that pretty much what you know up to this point, or...? Yeah, that's basically where I was. I'm still trying to go through the stuff you put in the document. I got, like, the entire statement from Zun translated, by the way, using that brand new wonderful software I'm going to use from now on and totally never touching Google again unless it's a... <laughs> actual like web page but there you go i'm gonna all right pop so, that so you can read it uh, yeah so um obviously being the station manager i'm aware of what's been going on i've been following it very loosely but we don't really have a deep dive into this or anything so you're not going to find any new information from us necessarily but uh and also of course we're not legal professionals etc so like just all this is hearsay basically but uh so yeah this reddit post goes up dmj messages me on discord says hey lunar what do you know about this and i'm like well uh what's probably going to happen at this point is zoon i think at that like when you had mentioned it to me zoon is already like all right i'm looking into this or whatever and um a number of what was it yeah, a couple, no, about a, about one day ago, uh, Zune posted a kind of a thread on Twitter, kind of detailing a little bit about this, and so I'll, I'll try to paraphrase here. Um, Zune ends up consulting with some folks from the law firm that uh, had filed the trademark for this, and basically the determination was that it doesn't apply in the way that a lot of folks have been thinking it does or something part of that i think is the confusion around sort of the general usage of that like dmj mentioned the way that it was uh -huh. used as a tag to to sort of indicate some things but um if if this translation is correct it appears to be a derivative work uh what was it does not apply to the act of using slow chaban drama for videos with slow chaban drama as a derivative work of toho project uh, of course it goes without saying yeah, okay I mean, it's not, this is only sort of limited. Uh, let's see. Basically, he kind of sums it up. Please be careful not to apply for a trademark license agreement for fans who are producing slowly Chaban drama as a derivative work of Toho Project. I am a little confused as to whether that means that this thing that was sort of the problem is itself a derivative work of Toho Project, or if he's advising people that are making derivative works of Toho Project to not uh, potentially get it confused with this other work. Um, in either case, I guess these are probably like oil and water. You should avoid mixing them uh, because that's when things get a little uh, strange and you, know, you might find yourself in, a, in an area or a circumstance that you don't want to be in um just in terms of you know does it apply to one thing or another thing are you in violation of this trademark like do you you know i think at some point fairly early on like after zune said hey i'm looking into this the person who said he was going to charge money for usage basically said okay i'm not charging money for for usage like like basically right away i was like all right i'm you know try, trying to make it go away kind of a little bit like yeah. Because that's where a lot of the outrage was coming from, was the fact that they were charging for its use. So, uh, anyway, this, um, goodness, what was, there was an article as well, someone apparently got 
so upset that there was a threat called against the the firm that uh, put together or kind of filed the trademark or whatever. What, yeah, so not good. Um, like it was it was perceived as a legitimate threat, and it was it was quite serious. I'm not gonna say much more about that because I mean it's really all you need to know. It was quite serious. Um, so. Kind of add to this a little bit. I run um, Nico Nico's blog post about this mm-hmm. uh, through Google Translate. Now I'm not going to go through the entire document, but I am going to go around ti- the titles because the titles are the biggest like kicker about this because that's where the tags are involved. Sure. And it says an example that we think is okay. Uh, the video video titled Slowly Chop on Drama, My Morning Routine, the title Slow Theater, My Recommended Products Tops, uh, use of the character string Slowly Chop on Drama in a dialogue in the tags and explanations, and using various synthetic voice software in which characters appear slowly, videos related to the Toho project. So that's what they said is okay. So you, so essentially, the videos themselves are fine. Stop it! <laughs> Sorry, my keyboard, my keyboard yelled at me. Okay, I don't like it. Um, the videos themselves are fine. It's really where the titles, like you can see, like how the video titles where you add something else to the tag is fine, but specifically when we get down here where it says examples of thinking that there is a possibility of infringing the trademark slowly trauma and drama part one part two part three whatever as long as it doesn't explain out the video further in the title is where problems happen so i think i think what's happening here is um the trademark is filed Mm-hmm. It's there. It's in the. It's in the 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 Japanese trademark bureau or whatever, and they're just now tiptoeing around it until a more solid solution is solved. Whether or not this is a like a and a legit case of trademark trolling. Yeah, this this is interesting because like you know when I first started trying to explain it here, I it was a little. I was like, you know, try not to mix these things, but the way that, and this is from uh, Nico Video's blog, so they're highlighting cases they think are okay, cases where they think the trademark owner could claim infringement uh, of that trademark right that they have filed. Um, but keep in mind that this is Nico Video. This is basically like. Pretty much the you know Japan's equivalent of YouTube, basically. I mean, of course, people in Japan you use YouTube, but this is specifically a Japan thing. NikoVideo.jp um, or Nico Nico, or you know, it's a it's all related. But uh, think of the sort of just take a step back from all of this and look at the the fact that they're even responding to this at all. Could you imagine YouTube? like YouTube proper putting together some sort of statement in regards to a specific fan made thing or a specific trademark claim. Like if, you know, YouTube will, (laughs) exactly. Right. That's my reaction. Like, no, because in my mind, like, even if it was this, like if we were, we were at this level, I still think in my mind, the blog post would be extra vague over 
protective of the YouTube brand, and it would be a lot more corporate speak than what I'm seeing here. I mean, this this just I know it's a translation, so some of the nuances and tones tonality is kind of lost a little bit, but. You know, I'm sorry, this has more tone and tonality, uh, more like emotion and tonality than what Google's blog posts. Well, that's that's what I'm saying is that, you know, if YouTube were to put out a statement, you said, they, you know, they would approach it more professionally, be protective of their own brand, et cetera, et cetera. We, I'm saying that the translation of this may have some of that nuance, but it may be lost in translation. You know, like mm. an example that we think is okay, an example of the possibility that, you know, so it's like, you know, this is really interesting. It's very human to help people try to better understand what this means for creators and other people who are posting content on their platform. So that's actually like really cool that we're seeing this. But also, yeah, um, if you think that YouTube's going to care, you know, give half a second of attention to, to anything that is sort of this, this niche. I, I get that Toho is much larger in Japan, and Nico Video it, on its own, goodness, I don't even know what percentage of content on Nico Video must be Toho related, but it's probably massive. Uh, you know, it's it's probably, oh, it's probably huge. Percentage-wise, it's probably multiple times, I, I mean, obviously it's going to be multiple times more than YouTube, but even so, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the platform, and there's a lot of people who create things and derivative works of Toho is exactly why Toho is so big. You know, it is what it is, even, you know, out in the West, outside of Japan. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, this is a, this yeah. is a, this is what happened. I saw it on Reddit and I thought that that was, and it was, and it was moving quick. And the fact that Zun got involved, I was like, oh, right, we kind of want to maybe talk about this, which kind of begs the question, you know, okay, so how, like, because I definitely know that, where is it? It's all like that there was something down here. Where is it? The, uh, as a platform, do you have any plans to deal with the situation? Yes, we will hold a press conference. Yep, uh, and that's probably the one they're having like from now. a couple days from now. It's like Monday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Japan time. So probably yeah, like tomorrow time. evening or something. Yeah. Afternoon. So, so we'll see what comes out from this, but it's really interesting because it seems like there is a lot of confusion because it involved the content. Because people were confused about the content, people were confused about the word itself being included in the video, um, which is kind of funny because if you think about it, YouTube, this stuff would not happen at all because clickbait titles are everybody has just done the same clickbait title i can look at a linus video i can go look at a garden o'brien video i can go look at a mr beast video and they all have like pretty much similar thumbnails at this point you know what's interesting um actually is if you look in the section here it you know it says an example that we think is okay how the titles have examples where there's a bracketed thing in front of the thing mm -hmm. you see that on youtube when people sort uh I guess re-upload music from Nico Video. This was much more common in sort of the early 2010s, but uh, where you've got that sort of, you know, Toho Eurobeat, Toho Electronic, or whatever, it's got like the tag in front of it before the text that comes after. Ne that's I'm pretty sure it comes from Nico Video. That's where that format comes from, and that's yeah, that's why that's, you see you it so those. often in Toho uh, videos over on YouTube. Because I'm pretty sure that bracketed structure is dissimilar to adding a tag. hashtag yeah. 
something like that over here so mm -hmm. like if you just replace so essentially this is like same thing as somebody like like i don't know i'm thinking of a hashtag of a hashtag uh yolo they somebody just like trademarked that now everybody with who used that now has to pay the money um actually something kind of similar happened with the term let's play you remember yeah, that? I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that and, was, that was and a whole eventually, thing. Eventually, that got solved, and now that's no longer an issue. I mean, it, it was funny is they they wasn't it somebody trademarked Let's Play, and there was a channel called Let's Play that was also kind of like round up in this because they were trying to go after them for using the word. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah, it was this whole like we used it first kind of thing and so you try to get common law to apply to it but it's so ubiquitous and there's this whole thing where like if you don't protect it it you kind of lose it it's the it's the exact reason why like Kleenex brand tissues like they put brand they keep you know trying to reinforce it's a brand not all tissues are Kleenex um, but you know the same thing goes for like Xerox like copiers and scanners and like it's not people will just use it as a verb you know kind of like but it's it's a brand I, name I, right so i also i also feel like that's also like an age thing because i have not in my life <laughs> ever heard somebody call a copy scanner <laughs> okay. a xerox okay. machine that's, unless they're over the age of 50 yeah yeah okay that's fair that's fair <laughs> but but, but uh, you get yeah, the concept like though right it's it's yeah, the it's, like it's the common usage thing uh, where if and, and that's probably one of the reasons why they this person may have wanted to formally uh, well I mean even even though Kleenex is trademarked um, I mean you, you still have to protect it to a certain extent and that's why um, Nico video goes through and sort of details cases where infringement may apply or may not apply like what's okay and what's not okay trying to draw that line is a little complicated at least understanding it at first so and that's then we've kind of gone full circle but that's that's where that ends up being it's in like even though they filed the trademark the trademark at first glance was like oh no this is like infringe like it could be a toho related thing uh what's going to happen they they figure it out and kind of here's where we're at so yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Have you gone through, have you gone to reference materials? We've examined 365 words, character strings and trademarks, slowly chop on drama, except the strings. And then they go through, they're like, character strings that determine whether they're similar or not. Slowly farce, farce. And then uh, dissimilar character strings. And I'm scrolling down and there are some of these tags that make me kind of laugh. Like, Fortnite slow live. Um, I'm sorry. Fortnite. Fort. That one doesn't even have the word oh slow gosh. in it. That's just Mario Kart 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slowly cooking. Team slowly. Slowly commentary. Single shot link. Slowly traveling. Slowly movie maker. Slowly life. Slowly Marissa. Slowly radio. Kitsune slowly. Fortnite slowly live. Slowly! Exclamation point. Slowly SCP? <laughs> what okay, am I looking at? <laughs> slowly Battlefield Bonds? <laughs> Gosh. And there's just history. Five. Yeah, just history. End. The word end. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of this is, it's is just mistranslated. Translate, yeah. It's mistranslated, but I, find, I always find Google Translate just 
abhorrently bad. It's a point. <laughs> the one towards the bottom. Fastest slowly. Fastest slowly? <laughs> I sh- oh, God. But, yeah. And what's really interesting about this whole thing is just how quick this moved. Mm-hmm. Like, this moved fast. Well, and the cool thing about social media being a thing is that it, we get greater visibility into what's going on. There's a, there's a like, greater transparency. There's It, it just ends people... Like, information travels so quickly, and that's one of the reasons why stuff gets done so quickly when stuff like this happens. It's pretty interesting. So. Yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to see Jerry? if there. I'm just. I'm checking to see if there's any updates. It doesn't look like there's anybody updating stuff. So, I think this is where it's at right now till tomorrow. I guess. Yeah, we just so many things. Nine colors slowly, slowly lower, slowly dual. Handgun. That's just one word. It's <laughs> just a handgun. I don't know why that's there. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft slowly live. Twilight Zone. That's Twilight Zone. Just, just the slowly my daily life i don't get it i mean yeah so it's the i think the actual japanese term is yukuri chabangeki that's the the whole that's like the the root phrase the root term that all this sort of spans from so it's mm-hmm. it's just a matter of trying to piece together how does this apply in what ways beyond the words like what's what's the meaning what 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 is it yeah so i don't know um as sitting in the chair like from where I'm sitting right now this looks like a mess but I'm sure to folks who are creators of related content or content that could be related or unrelated content they'll they'll figure it out for what's relevant to them and that's really all all we need to really say about that so uh, that said whatever that press release is in like a day or two here it'll be kind of interesting to just go through and look at the highlights from that cool well uh dmj we've got 10 minutes or so i think we've got time for maybe one more song or something unless there's something else you've got on your mind here did i talk about a steam deck this time you've mentioned steam deck but uh you know actually it was my intent at the very beginning to just say hey dmj what's the latest news in your steam machine let's get it out of your system so we don't have that you know waiting well, I'm still waiting on mine, but <laughs> my partner's dad got one, and uh, I've yet to see it. I need to see Like, it. actually in hand? Yeah, I got pictures oh. of it, like, on Discord. Actually, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I just sent him the link to the EA sell, a sale on Discord, assuming that he is already on his Steam Deck. Hmm. And uh, I can't wait to at least see how it feels and functions, because I really want to... I want to put that thing through its paces. And, I, and one of the things, and I want to kind of, I don't know if there's anybody, because this is Toho related, mm-hmm. um, helping me get a hold of uh, some of the translations that work via, because I don't know how pro, how the Linux file system that uh, SteamOS uses functions, and I don't know if the translator will work. on like as it does like for patches on linux yeah for english patches okay because i'm wanna because what i have to do in order to get the uh it seems like from a lot of people to get the 
uh, Toho games working properly on the Steam Deck, you actually have to own the Steam copies of the to- the official Toho games. <sighs> well, mm-hmm. that's a. I mean, you could probably you could probably do it without. There's that, gotta there's but it's probably there's the gotta be a way. way. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the easier way sure. to get it to working because then it's just you can launch it straight through Proton because then you won't have to go all the way to desktop mode and have to run it in a specific way. You can just go to your Steam library, and just hit go. Sure. Because you got to remember, this is console first. This isn't PC first. Yeah. Okay. It's it's interesting, but I guess that's fair. So. I was just trying to see if I can get uh, the, the the updater patch thing working on Steam Deck just so I can play see how Toho games run on the deck because I know they got platinum gold and platinum ratings like they they run they run great it's just how do they run on the deck because mm-hmm. I want to see like imagine doing challenges like hey let's play. Uh, 10 desires on lunatic motion controls only wor- only for controller remote <laughs> using the gyro because hmm. you could that's that's the other reason why you want to run it through steam is you got the full um, you got the full controller support so you can like map the gyro map like you can even make it a touchscreen game yeah interesting so um, for my last topic here, I guess we'll skip the music for at, at the very end here. Because I don't, I, I tend not to try to play music at the very end. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention was something I re- got in the mail recently related to uh, just a, an interesting perspective on uh, Western arrangements, Western-made uh, Toho uh, music and fan works. Mm-hmm. So there's this. Um, there's this booklet I got, um, and actually I have to give credit to Phantasma from Next Ninja for cluing me into this uh, to its existence, I guess. Um, but there's a there's a fan-made catalog sort of thing. It's it's all in Japanese, but it translates to the title is these to- these overseas Toho arrangements are amazing, uh, and it goes through a bunch of different Western or really just uh, artists outside of Japan, not necessarily Western, but um, yeah, overseas artists. And it's kind of neat. So like at the very front of this, you've got uh, artists from pretty much all over the place. Uh, we've got it sort of split out by genre. You've got Find Your Way, The Distant Journey to You, HJ Freaks, which we have on here. Uh, Rashadi B is listed in this catalog. Um, Kita, Mitch Phillips, Silent Ouroboros, Zextillion, Violet Delta, Seismix, Nakarin, Half Phantom, CU Diver, uh, who I've, I've seen as an artist on some of uh, various works. Moontone is in here, uh, who I know DMJ has listened to a little bit. Moontone. Uh, uh, Sadraif Crescentia, who does orchestral stuff. Um, I've talked to him before, actually. And, um, yeah, there, there's some others in here, too, but um, it's just kind of neat. So, like, the, the, the whole point of this book is that it's written from the perspective of uh, not just one Japanese person, but a, a group of Japanese people. They actually have, like, little profiles for all the folks that contributed to uh, sort of the... the um, the opinions and the reviews of these works. Now, here, here's where... Uh, actually, no, this is interesting, too. Uh, there's a little blurb on, like, where you can find Toho works in the West. Um, and... 
the first thing that's listed on here, unsurprisingly, is Bandcamp. Uh, because, uh, and I, I've said this before, but like, you know, if you're a Western artist, say, you know, an artist in America or the UK or Spain or wherever, um, and you want to make works, but you want to also like get it out in front of people, the traditional rules, the, the like, the, the recommendations from Zune on how to distribute your works don't like they don't really apply very well to people outside of Japan because it's like you know distribute your works at market events or dojin shops or you can do mail order but um, outside of that it doesn't really translate very well so Bandcamp has really become one of those big stalwarts of like just one of the platforms kind of akin to to booth i guess where western artists will put their work so it there's like a two-page spread on bandcamp itself um also in here there's a mention of reddit taisai uh which is uh-huh. interesting that, that ran for a bit in fact um the first reddit taisai there was um we here at gensoki radio did like this whole um like half day long event uh leading up to a live show um, just sort of going through the works from Reddit Taisai and kind of looking through that. Uh, so, okay, I, I get to the actual meat of the book, and obviously I'm just sort of really, really summarizing what's in here. Obviously, if you want to look through and see what works there are and what other artists there are in here, you'll maybe try to pick it up yourself. Uh, it's available on Booth. This is how I got this book. I, I picked it up from Booth and they mailed it to me. So, um,. You're going to disagree with the way that this book does its reviews, but um, every review has a block of text that sort of describes the like the reviewer's depictions, you know, like that's that's what you're familiar with. But next to every description or every review really there's a number. And this number oh. corresponds to a score up to 10. So so uh. this, if you don't know, dear listener, uh, this is something that DMJ has, fights against constantly. Um, in his reviews, you will never see a score assigned to any no. particular song, any particular album, any particular artist or circle or whatever. Uh, and you've got your reasons for that. All art is subjective. And putting an objective number to something that is subjective actively influences at least more the 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 consumer of that review and i pers- and that's like where you get those people who be like oh i hate this game well why do you hate it ah it's got a low score this is like but have you played it no it's just terrible it's awful it's garbage and it's just like, yeah, but like some games out there are, are absolutely awful. But Glover is actually not. It's like it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's jank, but it's fun. And it yeah, it got a terrible score, but it's Holy good. It's I remember, dude. That brings me back. I remember reading some reviews for Glover when it came out. Exactly. It was so scathing, and it didn't have to be. It's. It was the the sixty four the Nintendo sixty four era three D three D games were like new, yeah they're jank. You're not gonna expect greatness from them, but come on, just play Glover for a little bit. It's fun, yeah. That's the whole point. And yeah, we're looking back at it with like you know rose tinted eyes now, but like even then, it's still good. Like I can go back. 
uh, what, what are games that got terrible, terrible, terrible reviews every time they came out? Halo. Halo had this. And it's not with reviews, like general reviews from, um, uh, like the major reviewers like Game Informer or anything. It was the issue that the community have is like, oh, why are we playing as the Arbiter in this game? We should be playing as Chief. Three years, like years down the line. Oh man, that was so cool. We got to see the inner workings of the Covenant. You know, it's just like, guys, don't look at the reviews. Just play the game. Just the same thing with music. Everybody's music tastes are different. Mm-hmm. If you were to go and listen to my SoundCloud, pers- my personal um, Spotify playlist favorites like there were tracks in there like oh my gosh you listen to this and i know for some people like i set my friends on fire something the uh what was it something that rhymes with orange i think is what the what the song is called it is a perfect time capsule on what 2006 2007 metalcore screamo core was like and people will go back and listen to it like this is garbage but i like it because it's garbage yeah. it's 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 a time capsule of what we have and everybody's different music tastes especially when it comes to you know wh- where you come from in music like if you are experiencing a genre for the first time and you're coming from another genre uh, it's not good to look at reviews because you've got people who are just like, oh, well, they did X, Y, and Z on this album. And, you know, we don't do that anymore. That's so, ex- that's so like five years ago. Okay. Here's, here's a, here's the way that they kind of address, like at least some of what you're talking about, right? You have single reviewers that will assign a single number. You've got a single sort of point of view. The way that they do it is, and this is exactly the reason I think why they have multiple reviewers, is that every uh, piece of music, every album has multiple reviews and multiple numbers. So that, I mean, like, of course, the viewer or the reader could sort of extrapolate an average from that and you run into a similar problem, but you have three different perspectives. Right. And uh, looking at, Mm -hmm. I think uh, there's a there's a two page thing for Seismix, for example, who like I am personally I'm one of Seismix's biggest fans, probably. Um, Oh, watch, watch your mic, watch your mic. Um, So like this goes all the way back to Electro Festival, like one of the first ones that he published. And there's a set of reviews and a set of numbers there. There's Haunted House, of course, which was, I think, my first album, like discovering Seismics as an artist. So it's really cool to to see this. I have to actually go through and translate this stuff, of course, because it's all written in Japanese. But I can see the numbers at least. And I can think, well, you know what? When I discovered Haunted House, I felt that... Seismics had like a solid um, skill set, but like maybe it was a little rough around the edges. Maybe, like like the word potential comes to mind. Or it's like I see great potential in this artist. Like I want to follow them. I want to like just watch and listen to them grow over time. And that's exactly what happened as Seismics continued over the years, sort of publishing some things here and there, even stuff that's not even Toho related. Hey, DMJ, your your mm-hmm. mic's crackling pretty bad. Oh, is it doing it again? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, um, and next to this stuff, 
there's even a there's an album comparison um, where one of them chimes in and says that uh, for example, Ghost Party from Seismix uh, has some similarities to Ism Ism's uh, album Comeback. Uh, Ism Ism is a circle, uh, Comeback is an album, we actually have it uh, here on the station. And it's, um, you know, it's interesting because, like, Seismix likes to use the word complextro a lot. Um, Comeback, if I recall correctly, and Ism Ism just as a circle does a lot of more sort of electronic oriented some edm uh type music and so there's some parallels there and i think it's an interesting way to to do that um there but i, I guess the biggest takeaway from all of this is that there are multiple perspectives it's not the same three or four people reviewing every uh every album or every circle um if i go back to this section here it looks like there are I think seven different uh, reviewers like all throughout this book for like 20 or 30 different artists and many many different albums so um it's a very interesting book even though it's written in japanese i wanted to just pick it up to get sort of um you know an outside or i guess a japanese person's perspective uh it's really interesting in that way and also to sort of pick up on some of the artists and circles that have caught the ire or the eye anyway uh, or the ear of of some uh, folks in Japan, so um, really interesting. Although I will say, as sort of my closing thought here, I don't know why Komiji Records isn't in that book. They're they're uh, just they don't show yeah. up. So they don't show up. Um, Komiji Records is one of the well, at least at a certain point in time, was one of the most well-known uh, circles in the U.S. So like I don't I don't know how they didn't get over there. They didn't have a physical presence until C92, and uh, I helped them out with that. I was responsible for making their their inventory and getting that figured out so yeah so that's was, when was the book published the book was published it has a date on the back here um at uh, comic market 97 so that was uh, december of 2019 oh okay so relatively recent yeah not not too bad it's one of the obviously i think actually that would have been the, la the last uh, comic market before the global stuff so. yeah and then I guess they had Era Taisai for a while or whatever. So, yeah, so that's a thing. Anyway, um, that's pretty much where I'm going to leave it for tonight. Uh, unless you have any other thoughts about uh, that DMJ. No, I, I don't got any uh, thoughts on that right now. Cool. Uh, well, that's going to do it. Um, closing thoughts here. We have, again, some recent stuff that has hit our store. We have the red and white Remu shirts uh, that are sort of the replacement for the Cardinal Remu shirts. Those are available now. The Gensoki Radio uh, classic hoodies are... Uh, we had the pre-orders delivered to folks, or if they're not delivered, they're on their way right now. And so they're generally available on our store. If you'd like to go pick one of those up, those help out quite a bit. Um, our next sort of store foray, the thing that I'm going to be looking at is doing some uh, women's shirts. I know that this is something that various listeners have pinged me about over time, and I'm finally getting around to looking into it. Uh, quick heads up about that, though, is that we're probably going to have to do some different colors. Um, they don't color match one-to-one -one with the unisex shirts, so it's just the way it is. But uh, that also means that you'll find familiar designs on different color shirts, and they're obviously meant for, you know, uh, for women. So, but anyway but whatever it is you know i'm just gonna put that out there um and then yeah maybe some new stickers upcoming uh stickers aren't like a super popular thing but um 
at the very least, I might be able to do something like, um, actually, you know, for like the last year or two, stickers have kind of been sort of an add-on kind of thing, almost like a value add. Uh, if someone gets a t-shirt, I'll usually throw a sticker in. Um, that's That happens less often now because a lot of our fulfillment happens uh, off-site, but uh, just with some of the store changes and stuff that have allowed me to, to get inventory back in stock and stuff. But yeah, all that's been a process. Um, might have some new stickers on the store soon. And uh, also like the existing stickers out there, they're high quality vinyl stickers like they're you know you might look at it it's like that's kind of pricey for a sticker but they're high quality vinyl they have like a uv coating on it i've had one on my back bumper for like three or four years now and if i hold one that's like still in our inventory next to that one it's they look identical like it's kind of amazing how well it's hold it's, it's held up through like you know multiple northern u.s winters and stuff so uh, it's pretty neat. And uh, yeah, that, that April project thing, that pesky thing that I alluded to, still ongoing, still working on it. Uh, when I'm ready to tell you more, I will definitely tell you more. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's going to be it for this one. Thanks for tuning in to Gensou Security Alive number 116. Thanks for sticking around through sort of the interesting technical stuff. <laughs> that, uh, of course, there were a couple of blips during the broadcast itself, but uh, the recording, the broadcast, or the broadcast, the podcast version of this uh, will not have those. You'll actually hear all the stuff that happened studio side while we were figuring some of the stuff out earlier on. So if nothing else, hey, maybe check it out for that reason. You know, see what you missed. Anyway, that's going to do it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. I am Lunar for DMJ, and uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>